0: Book Two, Chapter One of The Female Quixote, Volume One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shane Nolan. The Female Quixote, Volume One, by Charlotte Lennox. Book Two, Chapter One, in which the adventure of the books is happily concluded. The Marquis, as soon as he saw Mr. Glanville, told him he was resolved to cure Arabella of her whims by burning the books that had put them into her head. I have seized upon some of them, pursued he, smiling, and you may, if you please, wreak your spite upon these authors of your disgrace by burning them yourself. Though I have all the reason in the world to be enraged with that incendiary statira, said Glanville, laughing, for the mischief she has done me, "'Yet I cannot consent to put such an affront upon my cousin "'as to burn her favourite books. "'And now I think of it, my lord,' pursued he, "'I'll endeavour to make a merit with Lady Bella by saving them. "'Therefore spare them at my request. "'And let me carry them to her. "'I shall be quite unhappy till we are friends again.' "'You may do as you will,' said the Marquis. "'But I think it encouraging her and her follies "'to give them to her again.' Glanville, without replying, eagerly took up the books, for fear the Marquis should change his mind, and, highly delighted with the opportunity he had got of making his peace with Lady Bella, ran to her apartment, loaded with these kind intercessors, and making his way by Lucy, who would have opposed him, penetrated even into the closet of the melancholy Fair One, who was making bitter reflections on the cruelty of her destiny, and bewailing her loss with a deluge of tears." as ridiculous as the occasion of these tears was, yet Glanville could not behold them without being affected. Assuming, therefore, a countenance as sad as he was able, he laid the books before her and told her he hoped she would excuse his coming into her presence without her permission. Since it was only to restore her those books, whose loss she seemed so greatly to lament, and added that it was with much difficulty he prevailed upon the Marquis, not to burn them immediately, and his fears that he might really do as he threatened made him snatch them up and bring them, with so little ceremony, into her closet. Arabella, whose countenance brightened into a smile of pleasing surprise at the sight of her recovered treasure, turned her bright eyes upon Glanville with a look of complacency that went to his heart. "'I well perceive,' said she that in exaggerating the merit of this little service you have done me, you expect I should suffer it to cancel your past offenses. I am not ungrateful enough to be insensible of any kindness that has shown me, and though I might be excused for suspecting it was rather policy than friendship that induced you to seek my satisfaction by saving these innocent victims of my father's displeasure, nevertheless, I pardon you upon the supposition that you will, for the future, avoid all occasion of offending me at these words she made a sign to him to be gone fearing the extravagance of his joy would make him throw himself at her feet to thank him for her infinite favour she had conferred upon him but finding he seemed disposed to stay longer she called one of her women into the closet and by some significant frowns gave glanville to understand his stay was displeasing so that he left her with a very low bow highly pleased at her having repealed his banishment and assured the marquis that nothing could have happened more fortunate for him than his intended disposal of his daughter's books since it had proved the means of restoring him to her favor end of book 2 chapter 1 recording by shane nolan